What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another, another damn, damn podcast. podcast. Presented by our damn, damn Sales. You know how we do it. Episode 39. Oh, yeah, 39 episodes in, one away from the big four-row. That's ooh, how we ooh. doing it right now. Yes, yes, yes. Before we get it cracking, you know we do each and every week. Got to shout out the lovely jazz creator of J-Scope, which is the first fitness belt that covers the entire midsection mm-hmm. and provides 100% comfort during your workouts. Follow J-Scope on Instagram because jazz is looking damn good. Yeah. Oh. The, the J-Scope is looking good. The J-Scope is it's working. It's definitely working, jazz. Keep All Doing what you do. Well, like I said, I got a little bit more before I drop this load. Oh, yeah. We're going to get a J-scope yeah. on you after We're going to get a J-scope after Definitely. I drop the baby, you know. Got to keep it we'll right. track your progress then. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I already know I want to call this weekend. What else we call it? Wakanda weekend. Wakanda weekend. <laughs> this episode 39, Wakanda weekend. That's Wakanda. the name of it. Wakanda forever. <laughs> For those that don't know. For the culture. (laughs) What kind? We talking about Black Panther. Yeah, we're talking about Black Panther. Possibly the biggest movie ever. Definitely the biggest Marvel movie. Possibly the biggest movie ever. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Saw it opening night. I had to check it out. In 3D, as a matter of fact. Oh, okay. Opening night. So, share your experience. Because I had a different experience. Mm. Because I saw it Saturday night. So, well, Saturday afternoon, but I'll go into my detail. I think surprisingly, the premiere night was less hectic than the weekend screenings from what I've been hearing. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody, you know, they off on Saturday. So, like, Mm -hmm. when I first saw it, it was like, it was some um, talking on social media about it, but. It was pretty much like a secret society almost. It was oh, like okay. just a few of us that saw yeah. it. Were like, yes, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm-hmm. Now it's all over the motherfucker. Like, because I was like, if you guys, now, right, yeah. if you guys ruined this movie for me, because I saw people who saw it Thursday night and Friday, and I'm like, okay, I was like, am I gonna have to block some people? I said because oh. don't ruin this for me. Like, I want to enjoy was the opposite. movie. I didn't see mine explode until Saturday, but I was good. I was like, mm-hmm. well, I already saw it, so I'm straight. Yeah, so. Uh, Spoil so away. I'm like, oh, oh, by the way, we're going to give minor spoilers on this. So if you haven't seen it, just skip over the next over 15, part. 20 minutes of this podcast. Maybe I don't know how long. So <laughs> maybe 15 minutes of it. <laughs> so how was your, like, uh, you say you went Thursday night. So mm-hmm. opening yeah. night, official opening. Late, um, late screening. So, um, so right before I went on the air, you no, know, I do my um overnights on Power 92, 2 a.m. So right. I went to a, a screening that was I literally went straight from the screening to the radio show. Oh, nice! So, and yeah, I was it was um what um I won't say shocked me, but surprised me was like at the end, one of the first times like when um this movie actually got an an applause and shit when it was over. I don't know what to experience, but uh, (laughs) actually got a real legit applause (laughs) from the audience in there, like they were at an actual live show. (laughs) It was crazy. Like the applause, like is what shocked me. The last time I remember the applause was um at the end of Furious Seven, and that was because of the Paul Walker. Paul tribute. Walker, yeah. They did the Paul. They showed all his scenes from like over the years mm-hmm. in Fast and the Furious, and it ended um with the Wiz Khalifa "See You Again," and then had like two Paul, like they put that, and that got a yeah. Collab, but, uh, but this just got a collab just like because the, the movie was this, just dope. The credits came on, it actually got a. <laughs> yeah, I think I some people like, apply okay. in my theater. The whole fucking theater did mm-hmm. when I saw mine. And how was the demographic? I was downtown. You were downtown, Chicago, so, so yeah. it was um, it was like it was mostly black, but mostly it was black, mixed, but some... like sprinkled. It's like mm-hmm. the opposite, I guess, of um, most of Chicago it was like <laughs> with like mostly of the sprinkles of black, yeah, it was, like, it was sprinkles of um other demographics, but it was like heavily like seventy percent black. That's so. how I was like where I went because I went to the suburbs to go see it. Um, my experience was a little bit different. Um. <clears throat> So our movie started at 3.15. So, you know, I was like, okay, we're going to leave at 1.30 to give us plenty of time because I was like, I know the parking lot's going to be crazy. I'm pregnant, so I have to pee a lot now. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to get up and have to pee in because the, the movie was like over two hours long. I'm not missing none well, of this I've movie. Got me an aisle seat because um, I, was like, I, I knew, ain't missing um, none of this movie. My time was going to be, I was going to have to hot foot it the hell out of there. Hot foot, yeah. So, yeah, so I got me an aisle seat. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Cause we were like right in the middle, so I prefer sitting in the middle. I said I'm sitting in the but yeah, for your right, and then you know we stopped at Dollar Tree and got some snacks. I know, mm-hmm. 
I wasn't paying four dollars for candy where you can get for a dollar at Dollar Tree. Sorry, but not so sorry. Joked, I don't know if it was the <laughs> homie Damon Williams. It's like Black Panther gonna play, break all kind of records for uh, movie sales, but it's gonna be like all time yeah. low. So, yeah, <laughs> you know we bringing everything in our purse. I have a big purse too, so I mean we brought stopped the Dollar Tree. But I what? I think I snuck some um, almonds in there. You're supposed remember. to sneak in stuff in there. Some almonds in my pocket. Everybody <laughs> does. Like, come on. Who honestly is going to pay all that money for mm-hmm. like something you can buy at the dollar store? Really? But um, what happened is, unbeknownst to us, um, on what was it? I think Tuesday. It was either Tuesday or Wednesday um, this week. Um, a commanding officer, Paul Bauer, was killed downtown. Oh, yeah. Rest, in peace. Rest in peace. It was Tuesday. Definitely. It was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Yeah, was we had just got back to work. Like, yeah, and traffic was messed up. It took me forever to get and that was our first day back at work because I'm like mixing up my days. Yeah, it was, it was Tuesday because it was right there where our job headquarters is at. A lot of stuff goes down at the Thompson Center with where I work because I work for the state. Uh huh. And um, yeah, he was killed right there. And uh, like I said, rest in peace, to condolences to his family and everything. But unbeknownst to us, his funeral was Saturday. Mm. And they shut down the entire expressway. Because when we were trying to go to get on the expressway to go out. Motorcade? Was that why they had it shut down? Man? It was shut down. Because Motorcade. like we were driving and then we um, put in the route to get to where we were going. We went to the suburbs, south suburbs, to see the movie. And then, like, the, it kept on rerouting us away from the highway. We're like, why is it taking us away from the highway, the navigation? And then we drove over the bridge, over the Dare Ryan. We looked, and we saw the whole southbound lane was just closed. Mm. And then we looked down. We saw all the police cars. Yeah, you know, motorcade. Just going. Yeah. Motorcade. And then people were staying on the bridge taking, um, you know, taking pictures because they asked um, the residents to come out if they could, you know, to really send him off, you know, to really like come out there and turn mm-hmm. the exits blue. They was like, turn the exits blue and come out and show your support. And yeah. people were out there supporting. So we was like, okay. I was like, well, how far does this route go down to? The route went all the way. It took up the whole Dan Ryan, went to 57 mm. to 111th. And went all the way over west to 111th. A lot of people were fucked up that day. <laughs> all the way over. And we had to go that way. So it was like the theater that we were at was like just like we could see on the navigation. We were only like 10 minutes away. But we couldn't get past 111th because they had 111th block. Because mm-hmm. the cemetery was all the way over west. And we're like, oh, we're like, how are we going to get over? So we had to like do some interesting maneuvering. And like I said, mind you, we left the house at like 130. And then by the time we got to the movie theater, it should have been only like a 25, maybe 30 minute drive. We got there exactly at 315 when the mm-hmm. movie was supposed to be scheduled to start. But then we had it then start snowing. So then what we had to yeah, do was we had to get out the car. We had to run up the stairs. Uh, I had already pre-bought the ticket. So then I already had opened up on my phone. So we got in line. I was like, scan my phone. <laughs> like I had everything ready. <laughs> I, well, I was scan my I'm phone. <laughs> I was say shout out Apple Pay, but you got um a sound, a Samsung. Samsung, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I paid on Fandango dot com. Yeah, I did on Fandango. Like, uh, here we go, right? So I had ready, and then like uh, after that, as soon as we got in, thank God the bathroom wasn't that crowded, so I ran straight to the bathroom, used the bathroom. We got in the theater. It was maybe about three twenty, but like the previews were just starting because mm-hmm. it was like maybe like almost twenty minutes of previews. I it was a live previews. I walked in about three minutes um, on my screen to like into the previews. Yeah, it was um, a live. Uh, so I was previews. coming from another gig exactly to the movie <laughs> to the overnight. Yeah, it was hectic Thursday night. Yeah, was that was hectic for us. What was crazy is that like, even though the movie was like two and a half hours long and um. I was on no sleep. Like I didn't, I didn't doze off one time. I, that's mm-hmm. what I was, I was scared about. I thought I might doze off. Like mm-hmm. it's like you get them turn them lights off in the movie. Forget about and it. And then sometimes. the way the seats are now and yeah. all the theaters because they let all the way back in every theater. Oh, yeah, I definitely. So they're very comfortable. Yeah, they yeah. recline y'all the seats. It's crazy. Another thing about mm-hmm. my experience I failed to mention as well too is um I was watching 3D but I was I was down front. It's crazy. Oh my god! I was in Wakanda. And shit. You were in Wakanda. <laughs> It was like a different experience and shit. Like I was like right in front of the screen. I was like, oh I my was god. in the motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god! So like, if you ever get a chance, check out a movie in 3D down front. It'll take you there. Yeah, I was in fucking Wakanda that day. So you feel like you had like the VR glasses oh, like yeah. that? You feel like, yeah, yeah. like when you there, you, you don't have any peripheral vision when you're that close to the screen. Oh so my you god! Can't see nothing to the side. Like somebody might have walked up right on. I couldn't see nothing. Oh my god! <laughs> All I could see was that damn screen. I was like, I'm Wakanda. in fucking Wakanda right now. <laughs> I was there. 
<laughs> no, we were literally in the middle of the show. We were literally like smack mm-hmm. there in the middle. Cause we were like up in the middle, like going up and then directly mm-hmm. in the middle of the middle. So we were like right I there in the perfect to seat. Be on the yeah. island, get to make a quick getaway. That's mm-hmm. why I had to be down front for that. Man. Yeah. So I mean, watching it, and I watched mine in three D as well. Mm-hmm. So three D, like it is definitely a different experience because like. It feels like, you know, like they're jumping off it. You can feel them like like mm-hmm. when they would pull out the spears and yeah. just doing the different action sequences, the fight scenes. You yeah. were like, you were in it like, I challenge you to the throne. I challenge you to the throne. I challenged in that motherfucker. What got to forever? Yeah, I was in it. So I think um, possibly, I'm, I think I'm going to check it out a second time. I'm might, definitely I going. I um, check it out in 2D this time. Just like, because a lot yeah. of people want to like the... Um, because 3D ain't for everybody. I know no, it's not. It's not. Handle. 3D is like, so So a lot of them, they say like, they want to, they rather check out both of us. So I might mm-hmm. check out the non-3D version. I'm going to go well. see the non-3D um, probably in a couple of weeks, like once it dies down a little. And then I'm going to probably go on um, a Tuesday. You know, I have uh, the $5 Tuesday. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. I'll go and check it out on a $5 Tuesday. But what was crazy is yeah. um, I had two um, official like screenings I should have been at, Damn. but um, shit happened. It's like shout out the lovely Aston, like she invited me to a screening Thursday night, mm-hmm. but the timing was wrong because it was like what seven ish. I, w- I was unavailable. I couldn't. You were make unavailable by the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was already like yeah, a previous engagement. Then our power on any two screening was that Friday, and like I won't go into why. I wasn't <laughs> <that> <laughs> shit happens yeah, again. Shit happens. On shit that happens one. again. But, but I did see it Thursday night, like after Aston screening. Mm-hmm. Hers was in Hyde Park, so I know that was like oh so yeah, that experience. Like, <laughs> and then um, like did you dress up for it or no? <laughs> I wore Black you Lives were, Matter t shirt. You wore Black Lives Matter. I was gonna t-shirt. wear a kufi as well, so I forgot to pick up my kufi. <laughs> you know, like I was I had busy ass week. I just forgot yeah. to pick it up. I did all black everything. If you follow my Instagram, you'll see that. Too. I did I all black on, everything, yeah. Black Lives Matter t-shirt, black mm-hmm. jeans, and some black kicks I had on. Yeah, I had my Only black shirt. Only thing I was missing was my black kufi. Mm-hmm. Black I just forgot shirt, to pick pants, it up. Black shirt, black pants, had my black Tims. I was so I was, all, I was all black there, everything. Just forgot to pick it up. I was, yeah. like, oh, I was like, I'll be all right, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, shout out to all the people like... Uh, I love looking at my timeline on Facebook. Like, well, sometimes I love it, sometimes I don't because. Are you loving now that you've seen the fucking movie? Well, before? I mean, that. You didn't love it. No. Well, that part, I'm but. Shit, I'm saying about, like, this, this movie has gotten so much. Like, and when, oh, when and a he, movie this big, it's going to be a lot of. Be, um, it's going to be divided. It's going to be divided. Pros and cons is like on, about, like, people have different opinions. Now, I'm going to break movie. down why I love that this movie has brought out. For me, from my stance, um, just seeing the pride of being the African culture mm-hmm. of us supporting our history. Cause like several of my friends, they did cosplay. Like they came out, they my had on full dashikis and you know, the hair wraps, like they came out in full uh, costume. Oh, and happy birthday going out to the late great Huey P. Newton. Yes. Like the um co-founder of the of Black the, Panther. Of party. the Black Panthers, the, um, the, yeah. The militant Black Panther. Uh, party. Not the superhero. The black, yeah, the, the Black, black Panther party. party. Yes. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> but um I did like that I saw people coming out. And really showing up. But then the negative thing that I did like and people was like, y'all niggas dressing up and she doing this and that. But it's like, but nobody says anything when people dress up in stormtrooper outfits for and Star that, Wars. And, um, in defense of that, people do <laughs> talk shit about them all the time. Like, um, have you ever been to Comic Con? I haven't been yet. I want to go though. Those they, they, I go they get buried a lot, so I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't say that nobody says anything. <laughs> people are like look at these motherfuckers, like they but do it's get like, buried It's the a same lot. thing. It's like same people, thing. It's, it's like it's just thing. um, it's cosplay. It's just black people doing right. it. Yeah. Well, but, like black people do that shit too, but it's just different. It's like a different. Type I know what of you black mean. People you know, yeah, it's like it's bla- like it's black. It's black stormtroopers. Yeah, it's black stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> matter of fact, Lupita was in Star yep, Wars. So there we go. She was in the um, the Force Awakens. Shout out the love. Lupita, who was also in Black Man. But um, like I said, aside from that, like just seeing the pride of like dressing up, you know, for our for our culture, the thing that I enjoyed about the movie, and like I said, this is where a little bit of the spoiler comes in right here. Oh yeah, we're gonna give minor spoilers, not major. Not major um, ones. Before you go into that, um, okay. another thing I saw like from the hater side, as far as the um dressing up, like said like Negroes has got to complain about everything. It's like um. 
So why are you gonna come dressed like coming to America instead of like instead of real African guy? Because it was not people like they adopted like the Zumanda, Zumanda look, which is also funny too. Because like some people were like, yeah, like some people think Wakanda's a real country. I was like, oh, it is. It's like it's neighboring countries with Zamunda. Zamunda, yeah. <laughs> right so you can live other. in the uh, winter months in Zamunda and live yeah. in the summer months in Wakanda. Yeah, neighboring countries. There you go. <laughs> But um, go ahead. But I saw that people. Were yeah, I saw that the, too. The coming to America cosplay. My thing that dress up like real African. Why are you gonna dress up like Akeem in this motherfucker? <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, my <laughs> thing that I liked most about the movie, and this just made me go like, ah, was just the powerful strength and just the beauty and intelligence of all those black women. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like seeing black women portrayed in that light, being strong, being loyal, being um, heroes, yeah. intelligent. Because mm-hmm. his sister, Shuri, she was the brains, like the technological stuff. Yeah. His sister was the brains behind all that. She was the Lucius Fox from Batman. Oh, yeah. uh, Morgan Freeman's yeah. character. Yeah, she, <laughs> she was, was that. Like that character. Yeah, she was that. <laughs> And it's like seeing that. So, like, I do want to cosplay. I'm like, we should do that. Like, you could be Black Panther. That could be the sister because it works. The little sister because I would, I would tease you guys, like, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. I already talked to Feast. Feast said he wanted to be Michael B. Jordan. He oh, said I want to be Killmonger. Feast was like, no, I want to be Killmonger. I said, okay, we should cosplay. This is a very y'all. interesting character for those that don't know Killmonger. He was um like the militant one. Yeah. Now, say in yeah. my younger days, I was a Killmonger. Yeah, no, you were. old, mellow days, I'm more of a black man. Your old days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You mellowed out as you got older. Pretty much, but. But, um. That's why yeah. he was kind of like, um, wasn't necessarily a villain. Yeah. I'd say he was like just militant. That's but what the I'm thing that really, that I really liked about his character too is that the layers and just the depth of his character about, <laughs> like, is and Michael he. Michael B. Ward Jordan is just dope anyway. Is he really a bad guy? I don't think so. Is he really a good guy? I don't think He's so. That's it's, how I looked at it. Yeah. It was a. It, he said, was. I was that dude. He I was, was blurred lines. He was very gray. His character was very, very gray, and it he was, was very um, easy to, to, uh, to empathize with him. It he was. was um, Malcolm X in the Nation, whereas Black Panther was El Haj Malik El Shabazz. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you know, like yeah. Yeah, when he changed, yeah. I'm kind of like the El Haj. Yeah, El Haj. Like, yeah. Like after he left the nation, when he took he his pilgrimage yeah. and took his pilgrimage. Yeah, yeah. And like he he wasn't like militant Malcolm X mm-hmm. like later in his life. But Michael B. Jordan, like hopefully. <laughs> I smell an Oscar nom for him. I hope yeah, because he got snubbed on Creed, which was some. I hope shit. I smell an Oscar now the nom year, for him. The same year Chris Rock hosted is the year when like all. Oh the yeah, nobody got black like, got nominated. Michael G. B. Jordan was snubbed that year for Creed, which was yeah. complete bullshit. I still have to see Creed. Oh uh, yeah, haven't seen about that to yet. do part two of Creed. Um, I think uh, so. Michael B. Jordan is just working his ass yeah. off. Is he's um they about to? I think they're in pre production for that. Where um nice. Creed is gonna fight. When I hear he's gonna fight um the son of Ivan Drago. Oh, I all my Rocky fans in Rocky Four, Ivan Drago Drago's the killed man that his killed father. Apollo Creed. So yeah. that's the fight. Yeah, he, they go. That's gonna be the fight. Who would they one. have to play his son? I wonder. I don't know what big scary like I will break you. I will break you. <laughs> yeah, you will lose. It's like I don't know who they're gonna have play this dude. But yeah, I think um I gonna bring back um Drago. Um, but he still Dolph, looks the same. Dolph he still looks the same. I and, saw um, him. I was and, like, and, and Bridget Nielsen. Well, Bridget like, Nielsen. She bring kinda, him back. Yeah, he <laughs> should bring off. the originals back. I think. <laughs> but uh, Michael B. Jordan like loved him in that. Like I've been following his work. Like he was on All My Children back in the day. Wow. Yeah, he was all my from Creed. He was all my children back in the day. And like every time I bring that, people be like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yes." He was on a soap opera. Like he was on there. Like one of the few daytime actors. Early two thousand, like late nineties, early two thousands. He was on there as a teenager. So he was like the Jesse of that era. Pretty much, he was like the teenager <laughs> of that era. Pretty much, yeah. Like every black dude is Jesse. He was, <laughs> he was the Jesse of the two thousands. And then um, time. the security in uh, Black Panther. The women were just oh my god, they were just so amazing. Like just the way they protect. Like you didn't have your bodyguards be ladies. Like, how dope is that? Like, these warrior women, like, they just, they're just kick-ass. Badass. Badass. And what I love about them so much, Team Natural, you know I got to have my natural Uh, hair, Team Natural. I was like, whoo, yes. I'm like, you don't see no perms in there. Not not, not on the girls with the perms, but you know how it is when you 
it was a little bit of a struggle when I first went natural. But, you know, it's like natural is Anne now. Mm-hmm. So it's like just seeing all these beautiful black women, melanin just dripping, natural hair, mm-hmm. shaved heads, just showing that beauty that I am not my hair. Mm-hmm. You know, like I am beautiful. And uh, Marcus teased me because, like, the way I have my hair now, he was like, you and Michael B. Jordan had the same hair. With the- ha, ha, yeah. Killmonger. <laughs> yeah, you got the Killmonger. I got the Killmonger. Yeah. But I wore it first. I think I wore it better. What was dope about, um, <laughs> with, um, like I said, another minor spoiler we're giving is um, mm-hmm. when um, Killmonger becomes king of Wakanda. It's like, mm-hmm. what's dope about that whole part is, um, both um him and Black Panther had claims to the throne. Exactly. It, and their universe is like um the to become king, the old king has to I mean the new king has to make the um old king kill him or he has to um get make him submit like like right. tap out like to anime out. style. Yeah. And like um he thought he killed him, so then they crowned him new king, but he didn't. So they technically had two kings of Wakanda. So yeah. which caused a divide. So you had um was it Daniel Kaluuya's um yeah, Daniel people? Kaluuya's they sided with Killmonger and then the other sided with Panther. Yeah, Nakia, so, which was Lupita. Yeah. Of course mm-hmm. she was gonna go with um It created with um, uh, T'Challa. Both of them yeah. were like this is legit like two mm-hmm. kings. It's like it's just like in like it's boxing, we're gonna since they 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 were battling mm-hmm. Let's say, like, if the heavyweight champion gets hurt, they right. crown a new champion, but that champion be the interim champion. Right. But when the old champ comes back, then the two of them have to fight for the undisputed mm-hmm. And title. then when Akoya came around, because at first she was showing the loyalty to the throw. Yeah. And then, and then, then when she, she realized came, he wasn't dead, she's like, okay, we have two kings. And she I'm was like, nah, I'm going with T'Challa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, her loyalty really was just to Wakanda, but yep. she said, okay, so no, T'Challa like, is you my didn't kill me. So, like, technically, yeah, yep. you're not the real king. And she is just they bad. Both, they both had legitimate claims to the throne. She was badass. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I said, minor spoilers. Like I said, but skip over this part. Hopefully, you yeah, hopefully that. you already skipped by now. We yeah, hopefully you spilled did. a lot of shit by now. <laughs> <laughs> but just a little bit. We won't go way into. Uh, we're not it. just um. We we gonna discuss it and, mm-hmm. and we put spoilers in the description as well too. Yes. So if you read this and saw the spoilers, it was on you. <laughs> put it in the description that we mentioned it. And so we mentioned it. You're still listening. It's on you. I'm and sure. we didn't give away too much. <laughs> but uh, the other thing is, is that. This movie, they said for the three day weekend, it's already projected to make like two hundred eighteen million dollars. It's already um past um, Marvel's biggest opening weekend wow. was Deadpool, and it's already past that. Because it made twenty five million on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. On a Thursday, yeah. <laughs> people go to work on Friday. It's mm-hmm. like it made that much on a Thursday. So they was like over the three day weekend, two hundred eighteen million is projected it to win uh, to make out. So. Dad, this movie it's just think about it it's like um think about all the movies you've ever seen in your life like all of the star wars like all of the captain america mm-hmm. avengers titanic think about every fucking avatar movie, avatar yeah um lord of the rings jurassic harry, park harry potter harry, like it's movies made more like money than every one of those movies damn <laughs> think about that shit how big that mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. think about every great movie you've ever seen in your life and mm-hmm. shit. like this mm-hmm. made more than this shit Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. That like whole every sequence, fucking yeah. Yeah, like huge movie you've ever seen. Mm-mm-mm. Like this outdid them all. Wow. Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of them. Yeah, you think about all these, yeah, these big franchises. You start breaking it down yeah. and think of it as like this made more money than that. You really start breaking it down. Is it just me or um do you always like look for the Stanley uh cameo? Are you always uh, yeah. just waiting? Because I'm always like, waiting for like, his cameo. I casino on this one. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how, say, how do you, I thought, so how's Stanley going to end up in Wakanda? That's yeah. all I was like, oh, okay, that's okay, how you get yeah. Because like I was waiting for his cast. I was like, where's Stanley? Where's Stanley? I thought his ass was going to be in Wakanda. That's right. <laughs> that would be awesome. Movie now. <laughs> the best cameo that he did was in the Fantastic Four, the second, the Rise of the Silver Surfer, when they were at um at uh Sue and um uh, Reed Mr. and, Reed, Reed and yeah. Sue's wedding, and then they was like Hef, Hef. I Hugh Hefner, and then when he turned around, it wasn't Hugh Hefner, it was uh, Stan Lee. So that was like my favorite yeah. cameo that he did because he always gets his yeah. um. His wink, wink, and everything. Yeah, his wink, yeah. wink. Oh, that, that wasn't Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer, he was like, I'm on the guest list, but that was the first one. Okay, that was the first original, Yeah, the yeah. first Fresh Silver Surfer was the wedding, yeah. So the first one was, I guess they were just the Playboy Mansion or some shit. I don't remember. Because they were on the red carpet. Oh, that's when Johnny was like being, because Johnny, Johnny liked was the, uh, being a star. Pre, pre-um Captain America. Yeah, he liked being a star. Um, what's his name? Chris Evans. Chris yeah. Evans, he yeah. He was Johnny Storm originally, yeah. 
But that's like nah, what's name got a reboot too? Like uh, Michael B. Jordan was Johnny. So I guess oh, like God. everybody plays Johnny Storm is gonna get a better yeah, man, yeah. Because now he's Killmonger. So so I guess that's your um your hazing. You gotta play you gotta Johnny play Storm. Storm. And said like yeah, so make sure they because like whatever sure you're Marvel, worthy. Whatever Marvel just can't get the Fantastic they Four can't. right. Is like they can't. Um, the original the Jessica Alba one. It was all right. Good. They were all right. The Michael B. Jordan one was trash. Yeah, I heard like, that one was terrible. Like, so they just can't get that, that movie terrible. right for whatever reason. But I guess that's your entry level. Okay, if you can pull off Johnny Storm, we're promoting. We're gonna later. promote you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the plan. <laughs> but excellent movie. Definitely go check it out. Like I said, you'll leave with a lot of pride. Like I said, I think some people did applaud. And like for you people who aren't Marvel people, stay the end. It's always two trailers at the yeah. end of the movie. It's always two. What's crazy about like, this and why it's so, making so much money is because um not only do you have um like all the black like Marvel so black, but you got the whole uh, Marvel uh, universe. Because uh-huh. like Black is a movie you could see like as a standalone. You yeah, know, you don't know shit about Marvel. You could watch this movie. And yeah, it was it was too. a standalone. But it also works for like if you are a Marvel fan, it like um it helps. It tells the origin story of the Black Panther character. Mm-hmm. You can see like because he's about to appear in the next Avengers, so right. you see like okay, like where this character comes from. This is going to be in good. Civil War is what it introduced, right? Him. That's what it introduced. So and watch Civil War if you can Avengers, watch yeah. Civil War first. That will help you out with the movie a little bit. Yeah, if you want to, if you're um not familiar with Marvel, you want to see more of Black Panther, check out Captain America: Civil War. Yeah, because that was good. I'm ready for the Infinity One. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm already doing my math. I'm like, the baby should be like six or eight weeks by then. I said, so I can go out, mm-hmm. go to the movies to go see the Infinity War. I'm mm-hmm. ready. But that was our Black Panther <laughs> review. Absolutely. Go see it. Like I said, I'm going to go see it again. Let's stay on some um, blackness right now. All right. Unfortunately, we got to talk about this bullshit. Oh, God. Fox News Tiki Torture, Laura Ingram, which we've talked about on this podcast before when she went after Jay-Z and Kendrick Lamar. This is when I talked about um, <clears throat> no white men being nominated. I'm cracking my knuckles. record of the year. I'm the cracking Grammys. my neck and my knuckles getting ready for this. the first year in history yeah. of the Grammys that no white males were like nominated. I'm getting ready for like, this, yeah. I guess she was feeling some type of way about that back then, but mm-hmm. she went at it again. This time going after... Her. King James, LeBron, and Kevin, and Kevin Durant. Durant, yes, because they were um having a little roundtable talking about the, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, they were on the podcast yeah. um that they do in the car and mm-hmm. everything, and they were giving their opinions, which are entitled to do because mm-hmm. it's your fucking opinion. Yeah, so and like LeBron and um Durant basically like said that he's a shitty fucking president in so many much. words. That's <laughs> what they said. So then Laura Ingram, I saw no uh, lies. On her um, Fox News um, TV show, The Ingram Angle, she went after both LeBron and Durant saying that, um, well, you're basketball players. Like, you don't have any political experience. Trump was elected by millions of people. It's like, what do you know? And she went after Kevin Durant's diction, like, basically, I guess, calling him ignorant. Yeah, and she's going about uh, LeBron, too, because she was like, if you can even like put that together as a sense, if you can even yeah, conjugate that as a like, sense, say that they were... Because uh, yeah. they did swear in it, but, like, it was just the one swear word that you focused on, because it's like, sometimes when you're passionate... Well, too, yes, remember, you're passionate, that, yeah. you may cuss in your passion. And she ends the segment with, um, just, shut up and dribble. Shut up and dribble. And, like, she left one word off there, shut up and dribble. Nigger. Nigger. Right. <laughs> you might that's I broke down looking manly face bitch didn't. That's what I, I was like, but let me I didn't put that. I'm gonna write what I wrote to her. This is what I wrote. Oh, okay, you went after her ass. Oh yeah, I went after because somebody put that up on a message board and I put it up there. I was like, okay. I was like, I got something for her. I was like, because people like that don't understand. If you're a black person and then if I go after you, call you bitches and going because people was like, fuck that bitch and doing this and that. I was like, no, I'm going to do an intelligent response back because you ain't ready for that. If you see somebody respond back that's black, that's intelligent, your ass can't handle this. So this is what I wrote. You talking about that uh, you running your mouth and this is like, this is my response. Um, before you give your response, right, like, ahead. um, you know, I like to, um, unlike fucking Fox News, fuck them, we really are fair. We and are balanced. fair and balanced. In, in her defense, that she did write a book, um, once upon a time called Shut Up and Sing. And like, that's what, um, I'm gonna give you her response after you give you what she claimed that she wasn't being racist. So, like, she's, um, said the t- that was like a reference to the book she wrote back in the day, Shut Up and Sing. But here, go ahead. Here, Kate. I have a seat. Why don't you sit down in it? Yeah. <laughs> 
Or like, here's my um, response here. Why don't you just shut the fuck up? It's like, yeah, That's profanity, yeah, but this is what I not wrote. Not dribble, not sing. Just shut the fuck up, Laura Ingram. This is what I wrote. And how much are you paid for running your mouth? Because that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like, so LeBron and Durant, they, they got to shut up and dribble because they never ran for How many political offices have you held mm-hmm. and shit? And you talk about this shit every day on the news. They mentioned it once on a podcast. Mm-hmm. This is not their career. Your job is talking about this political exactly. shit. It's like, so what, what office have you ever held? This shit? is why I wrote. And how much are you paid for running your mouth? Are you on the front line saving lives? Free speech is a two-way street, but people conveniently forget that when it doesn't match with what they feel. But you're, but why are you talking about? Excuse me, but why you're taking a shot at LeBron for only being a high school graduate, which he did? She took a shot at that. Called the man he, in, unintelligent. He and his business associates are running a a billion dollar corporation. Mm-hmm. They're running a billion dollar corporation. What's your net worth, Laura Ingram? Only people like her are uneasy when black people are ex are excelling. Mm-hmm. Let's keep rising and making these biggest lose their ish. And by the way, millions may have voted for Trump, but millions are also against him. Yeah. Mic drop. And just for the record, Trump lost the popular vote. He lost the popular vote. vote. So more people voted against his ass than voted for his ass. She was like, millions? I'm just saying. But how many people voted for uh, LeBron to be captain of the All-Star game? I'm just saying. Pretty sure LeBron got more <laughs> All-Star saying. votes than Trump got presidential I'm votes. Sure. I gotta Let's look, look that Because <laughs> LeBron, every year, he's captain of his All-Star team. Mm-hmm. So apparently, he's voted. <laughs> LeBron is very popular. For you to go after LeBron mm-hmm. James and Kevin Durant, but LeBron the two most did, popular LeBron players. LeBron did clap back at her All-Star Oh, yeah. I saw that when he clapped back at her. I like the way he opened yeah. it. First of all, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> he so was like, who is? He's like, whatever her name. He's like, you're not important enough to remember I know your name <laughs> he said for this person to tell me to just shut up and dribble is like um, i don't even know who you are he's like um he said but he's glad she did that she said because like on the biggest nba weekend like mm-hmm. we get to talk about in social justice social injustice yes. i mean so like thank you for like opening up and the LeBron, conversation yes he's like i'm a father he's like i have two sons i have a daughter i have a mm-hmm. wife let that man be great let that man be great. Like I said, I like I've often said on this podcast is that sometimes the way LeBron plays his game, I'm like, Ugh, like I'm not not a fan of and like just as a Bulls fan of um like some of never, his like I've been Team LeBron all the some time, of his stuff um, right yeah more so now that after he took his challenge back from South Beach like yeah I've become more of a LeBron guy but, but during the that fact, South Beach time I didn't like yeah him but at the all, fact but. that he's <laughs> As a man, like I agree with everything that LeBron stands oh, yeah, for as a man. LeBron, as one a man, thing that, um, everything he stands for, I agree with in, as a man. To my Chicago Bulls, that's one thing that said that Jordan never did, like back in the day. Like, you think about all the dumb shit that was happening in the 90s, like Rodney King, Rodney King. OJ happened during that time, um, East Coast, West Coast, be all, like, yeah, all, the, just all the, the silly shit that happened. Um, yeah. James Bird, there's a lot of like ridiculous Yeah, James stuff Bird, that happened yeah, happened in the 90s. Jordan yeah. never spoke about none, none of, of that, that shit. Yeah. It's like, yeah. But LeBron speaks out LeBron on shit like this like, all the time. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like, and then she's somebody that she wants to have him on her. She's like, have a Ooh. seat. Have a Man. seat. <laughs> <laughs> Invite me on the her, fucking Ingram. I know, I want to go on there. Because she did, like, the next day, like, her um, square jaw, her strong, manly did, jaw. Um, get on her show, basically, <laughs> defense. Like, yeah, I'm not racist. Yeah, I was, like, quoting the title of my book. I said, shut up and sing. I just said, dribble because you guys are basketball I, players. Have nothing to do with race. Look at, my, look at my guests, these two Negroes I have from the sunken place. So she, right. had, she had two other black guys. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I have the good Negroes here with yeah. me. It's like, the hell? Like, yeah, what like, the hell? They talked to basically the three of them buried LeBron. It's like on this is like these two sunken Negroes, yeah. Laura Ingram. After Should we get the camera and flash them so they can like come out the sunken get out. <laughs> get out. Get out. Get out. He's running towards the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is okay so when tom brady was making all them statements about obama it was okay for him to make the statements Ooh, about obama so he should just shut up and just throw the shut football shove and pass the football there by that logic <laughs> but am i speaking facts though but, am i speaking but, truth but though LeBron can't talk. but lebron can't, can't talk trump's a shitty president can't though. say that <laughs> you're entitled to your first amendment right like i said your first a platform use it you're entitled to it so you need to sit out and have several but seats. But you know filled. what I'm really waiting for? What? Waiting to see what the fucking president is going to say about this shit. What he's going to tweet about it. About this shit, it's on. Meanwhile, meanwhile, a school she was in Florida. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Radio you get, silence for that shit. You get your thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is another one that we definitely 
like seeing this unfold because we saw the live stream come up. It was Wednesday. It was actually on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And these kids see, I, I didn't watch the video because I just couldn't stomach myself to know. watch it. I could not watch it. I could not I, watch I, it. I still haven't watched it. I couldn't watch it. But like from what people, there's so much other shit going on. But from what people were saying, these kids, so I'm, I'm good on that. I'll sit that one out. Right. These kids are running out. Like I said, what people were describing is like, you got these 14 year old, 50, these are high school kids running out. Mm-hmm. It's like one day my kids are going to be in high school, like sooner than I think. And it's like, as a parent, you should feel like when you send your child to school that they're going to be safe. Safe. A reasonably safe. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I know that the school shootings, like, started up when I was in high school. Like, it's Columbine, Columbine happened, when, you happened when I was in high school. So that's when they started putting the metal detectors. Because I remember the year they put the metal detectors in our school. Because before that, it was no metal detectors. After Columbine, metal detectors that's were in our school. the first mass shooting I remember. Because yeah. before, like, um, school shootings have always been around. But, like, with our school, especially in our community, school shootings were, like, some dumb nigga bringing a gun to school. Pretty you much. See, like, gang shit. It's yeah, like, yeah. Gang. This like, dude got beef with that dude, so he shot him. Yeah. It wasn't these mass shootings like now. Like, that was a, that's what was a school shooting was when I was in school. Yeah. It was, like, some dumb shit. Right. So, yeah, that motherfucker right there, I think he shit. He, he pull, he pull a gun and shoot and him. Shoot him right. That was school shootings. Now, it wasn't right. these, but like, not 17 these people mass shootings. Shot. And it's that like started with Columbine. Yeah, but they may just put the and then like um I remember also at our school the guys because like you know that like the trench coat mafia that was like a thing when I was in high school and like they was telling the people that they couldn't wear they the trench, coat. trench coats they couldn't wear trench coats to school. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you look at the common denominator and all these mass shoes, this is the 18th school shooting that has happened this year. Mm-hmm. We are only in February. We were only halfway through February at that point. So in that short time, in a little over like 45 days, mm-hmm. 18 school shootings had happened in the year 2018. And if you look at the common denominator and all of that, it's all that assault rifle. Why yep. do you need assault rifle as a civilian? It's like, why do you need military weapons like, as a why civilian? Why do you need an assault rifle? These guns shoot, what, 40-some rounds a minute? Mm-hmm. And why do you need a fucking magazine this long? <laughs> why do you need that? Like... Why and not then, just have the standard, like, what, 10-round magazine or whatever, like, yeah. 12 or whatever, yeah, whatever the standard. Why do you need, like, these long Like you said, like, your 38 Smith & Wesson, like, just have something simple. Like, you can, like, no one is taking away your guns. And guns, or even, like, hunting rifles. That's mm-hmm. regular shit. It's like, why do you need these fucking guns? For the cheap seats in the back, once again, nobody is infringing on your Second Amendment right for you to bear arms. And I'm a Second Amendment guy, but I don't the think The Constitution was read right. in, what, 1787? Yeah. The first Constitution. And then, like, when they started doing the amendments and all that stuff, it was, like, each, you know, few years or whatever. So this is something that was, like, over, well, like, 203. This is, like, something that was done, like, years and years ago. So it's, like... Some stuff may be have a well-regulated Some stuff militia. may be outdated, which is why they put amendments in the Constitution. At one point, it was okay to own slaves. Yeah, the thirteenth changed that shit. <laughs> it was okay to own slaves. Mm-hmm. At one point, it wasn't okay to drink. Yeah, prohibition was in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Um, women's rights. They put women's that in the rights. Class. Like um, like women weren't shit once upon a exactly. time. Exactly. So it's like things are constantly changing, but why can't People just get through their hair. Like, if you talk about the guns, like, well, you're just trying to take away my guns. Like, no, I said assault rifles. Why do assault rifles need to be in civilians' do hands? You need that in your house. You don't need military style. But I still, you're not using it for protection. You're not using it to hunt. Why do you need it? The only reason to have it is to murder somebody. Exactly. <laughs> the only reason to have that. Like, what, uh, what other logical reason? Because that's the thing logical. with gun owners. Either like, it's three reasons to own guns. It's like um, protection, protection, if you hunt. Or like some of your collector, like people like collect the old right. like weapons, like vintage weapons. Like antiques. But these is like, it's none of those and shit. Right. It's just a fucking murder weapon. That's all that right. is. And then these mass shootings, like people, like dozens, hundreds of people may even be killed. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's like the point? idiot in Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. What was the point of having these weapons? And then to even go a step further, when the people just say like, 
Oh, well, he had a mental illness. Stop hiding behind the cloak of a mental illness. Oh, shit. Like, he's like... Stop hiding behind that. That is not a good thing. excuse. Like, that you is go and not... mass shoot somebody, you're not writing the head. You're not writing the head anyway. Of course you have a fucking mental illness. That doesn't, like, that's not an excuse. But making like, it... You're not normal. If you go but making and do it that be shit, that like, mental that, illness. That's that's people are normal. hiding under that cloak that it's mental illness. And I know several people... Who have like I know people who are uh, ADHD. I know people who are manic. I know people who are bipolar you know, and that live got, normal we lives. Got, we got cousins. They got family members. Yeah, they have bipolar. Yeah, but they live normal lives. Like I mean, it's not like they're like like how it's portrayed on TV. Like bipolar doesn't mean that you're Jekyll Hyde. That's mm-hmm. bullshit. That's not what it just means. You, you have, have good days you have highs and you have lows. That's what bipolar means. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so for you to hide behind being like, this boy has, and then the other thing they do it, oh, well, he's a 19-year-old boy, but then if it was a black kid, you would call him a man. That's just mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Okay, at 19, you're legally an adult. He's an adult. He knows what he's doing. He was expelled from that school, and you the, uh, and he had been saying that he was going to do that shooting. FBI, yeah, y'all dropped the ball. While, yeah. FBI, y'all dropped the ball on that. So then when he goes and shoots up the school... Now you're looking for excuses. You're like, well, he comes from a broken home. Because like they were saying to me, like, well, you know, and his mother died of the flu and he was adopted and this and really. So because like you had a parent who died and you, you were had adopted. You a rough life and shit. Like, you know. You don't, deserve, you don't give you the right to shoot somebody up. How many people from life? the hood have, you know, <laughs> don't know their fathers or had a rough upbringing and. In foster care, how many people we know did that and they had good lives? They had lives turned out. I mean, like they had adversity that faced them, but they were able to rise above that adversity. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, stop making excuses. Like, let's let's do something real about it. Let's keep these military style guns out of people's hands. Civilians yeah, why don't do you need, need them. Rifles in your home. Civilians do not need them. And let's stop using mental illness as an excuse. I'm sick of it. It's not mental illness. It's mm. not. Uh, you want to um, shift gears back to basketball? Yes, because right it was awesome. Lighten things up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. All-Star no, we weekend. talked about LeBron and Laura Ingram's dumbass already, but we're going to talk about All Star Weekend. Right yeah, because like when you Fun said the Laura Ingram, it triggered me to talk about Florida. I was like, because yeah. he said Donald Trump tweeting. I'm like, but he's going to just send thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. That's it. But yeah, back to the All Star. Yeah. Um, we saw the um skills challenge was won by Spencer Didwitty as um okay. he beat out the Bulls yeah, Lori Marketing finals. Yep. And then um that was Dinwiddie with the Nets, I believe at Brooklyn. Mm-hmm, Nets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then three point was run by Devin Booker. Yes, he beat out beat Clay out Thompson. Clay, um, former champion. Clay Thompson. We knew that Clay Thompson was gonna um mm-hmm. you know how like I mean, like whenever he's in the contest, it's mm-hmm. like okay, he's always gonna go to the finals because mm-hmm. he's just such a great shooter. Yeah. Paul George, you had no business being there. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, you had no business being there. Surprisingly, <laughs> Tobias Harris looked good out there. When he, he, yeah, he did Tobias, good. Tobias, he um, I think he went first and he looked. He set the bar. He with set the 18. bar at eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Tobias Harris looked pretty. Because I was like, okay, because I didn't know how well his eighteen was going to hold up, and then when the other people were like choking, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I was like, he's a. Because surprisingly, Eric Gordon, he didn't, he didn't come yeah, out. Gordon, another. He didn't come out because uh, he was last year's champ, and he yeah. didn't come out defending his champ. Yeah, I think um, you should have to defend, unless you just won it so many times. It's okay, sit down and shit. Like, but I think every champion mm-hmm. should have to defend it. Because when he came out there, and I was I was expecting him to just really just go nuts. And then when he didn't, I was like, oh. I was like, okay. I was like, well, I was like, I guess it's up to Clay now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Clay is always going to be, he's a usual suspect. Devin Booker, man. Yeah. 28 points. He set an all time record Woo-hoo. for this motherfucker. <laughs> you know, still my goat, though, Craig Hodges. What nobody Hodges messing with. Three in a row. In a row, he had that record that stood for mm-hmm. like a decade or something like that. And then Money Boss, did they have the Money Boss back there like that? Yeah, they had Money Boss. They had Money Boss yeah. still back there? Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I know Craig Hodges, like yeah, he was Hodges just. 19 in a row. Yeah, he was a beast. Yeah. Craig mm-hmm. Hodges was a beast on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and shout out to the homie Donovan Mitchell of the Jazz. He, um, your Dusty Slam Dunk champion. Yeah. He closed it out with the classic Vince Carter. Vince Carter, yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, it's over. He was like, it's over. 
We pulled off and he had on the throwback Raptors. We know what the fucking dinosaur. You know the dinosaur the there? Raptors, you know. I like, like, oh, okay, oh, I see where this is going. Yeah. I like Nance that he brought his dad <laughs> out there. Nance, I thought yeah, that was a nice because uh, yeah. he did the magician thing yeah. where like they had the magic. You know, the magicians mm-hmm. change the clothes thing. Larry Nance was the hell of a dunker back then. He had on his dad. Era. Yeah, he, he had on his, his dad's jersey. Yeah. It'd be cool if he had had the cap, but like when Nats was on in his prime uh, during his dunking years, he was with Phoenix. Yeah, like and, and he like, did when his dad's dunk. Older, he wore yeah, he did do his dad's dunk. It'd be cool if he wear the cap because like Nats is now mm-hmm. with the cap, so he did do his pops. I like, thought it was nice that he has, and, and his father came out there through the alley oop. So I thought that was, I thought that was very nice. I love to see the second generation of the NBA because now it's like the players that we grew up watching. It's like their kids are um, coming in the league now. now. Their kids are Mm -hmm. like carving out their own identity in the NBA Mm -hmm. and just seeing like just that pride. Like when you see like the father and they, they're Mm -hmm. so proud. It's like Nats, like you can see the pride in his uh, face. Like we know now how like, um, like dad knew, like when dad saw Kobe, and he saw oh, that's Joe Bryant's son. No, yeah, like who the hell is Joe? Like, that's so Jelly Bean, Joe Jelly Bean yeah, Giant. Right? We like, who's that? that? <laughs> now we know, like people are like, okay, who is Larry Nance? Was like Larry Nance was like a badass, a athletic motherfucker. Back like in Clay Thompson's, uh, like, which McCarr's uh, son, Michael Thompson, Michael Thompson's son, yeah. and then of course Dale Curry, Steph Curry, yeah, and Charlotte Hornets back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like cool to see these players. Like man, when um, Bron's son goes to the league, oh, yeah. you know when he goes. Like I said, it's just a marriage. You know, yeah, when he goes to the league, play LeBron is going to have a basketball. Player. Yeah. I know one of them, unfortunately, yeah. like neither Michael's boy, <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey or um, Marcus. Like neither one of them. Kobe play. had all girls, so it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I maybe do the WNBA. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe his girls might, do. might be lit by then. His it's girls a, might be in it. It's a work in progress. Shout out to see Lisa Leslie out there, though, as be mm-hmm. a dunk, the dunk champ. I mean, the dunk uh, judge. judge. Yeah, it was nice to see her mm-hmm. out there because I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a uh, mm-hmm. WNBA legend right there. Yeah. And um, Dennis Smith Jr. was pissed off at some of his um mm. at the score he got. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he clapped back at the judges. Because <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr. was a guy that I liked um going into the draft uh-huh. last summer. Like I was um I can look back now and admit that I was upset. Like uh, hindsight, I think the Bulls made the right choice, but. I wanted um Dennis Smith over Laurie Marketing. Nah. Smith was available. He went like two picks after like Marketing. Yeah. Marketing with seven, I want to say mm-hmm. Smith with ninth. And so one day I was like, Dennis Smith is on the board. Why did you take him? I was pissed off as shit. But like Marketing turned, because I didn't know who the fuck Marketing was. <laughs> yeah. So you go trade Jimmy Butler for this dude. At least you could have got Jimmy, Dennis Smith. <laughs> so I was pissed off at the time. But I think. But um, I think it worked out good. Because Levine and Smith would probably like cancel each other out right. anyway. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, looking at, uh, did you watch it Friday night with the uh, with the shooting stars? And I missed all of Friday. The rising stars or whatever. Yeah, rising stars. I did and- see part of the rising star. Yeah, shout out Chris Dunn and Laurie Markin. And it looked pretty good out there. Yeah. I knew the world was going to win because I was like, they had the Barry team. Yes. <laughs> they had the Barry team. I did watch the Cool. They were like star. showing the roster for yeah. the world team. I was like, yeah, they were going to kill the U.S. because <laughs> they had the Barry players. And then the uh, celebrity game, did you watch any of that? And that's what I didn't watch any they of that They said Quavo shit. was killing. Harris was at the game. Quavo? Yeah. I saw what fuck? Like, I did see um, online. I didn't see the game, but I saw clips. It's like, what the fuck is Ferris on the court? <laughs> Shout out DJ Ferris was down there with Quavo. And Quavo. And I was like, nigga, you should have played in the game. And that would have been funny. Maybe in Ferris' old ass well. playing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> they need to bring the old guys back in with the old guys. Like, have, like, the- Some of them, they said, do the Legends game. Yeah, they they, do that. Somebody got hurt every year. That's why they got rid of it. Like, now the Legends would be like the guys that like, we watched. Like, like the Sky Pippins, like Charles. Charles, um, Shaq. Shaq is like, the um, old guys. like Kobe would be the Legends game. Yeah, now, Kobe like, yeah. would be the young like, one at the like, Legends those game. Those guys, like, yeah, because like back in the day. C-Web, you know, like that. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, had them ancient. Negroes like what the legends Moses Malone and, and, uh, and Doug Collins like motherfuckers no. like that. somebody would get hurt every year so they just they can't they replaced the legends game with the rising stars yeah because it was the rookie game originally mm-hmm. then it was rookie versus sophomore game after the 99 lockout mm-hmm. then eventually it morphed into the rising stars game the rising so stars. like that, yeah, that started because the legends kept getting hurt said no we can't do this shit anymore what call they year, were out somebody there got carried off of the court every at the time. celebrity game because like T-Mac and uh, Paul Pierce were looking old out there <laughs> <laughs> they were looking really old 
Quentin Ray. Just playing. You're, they were looking at him. And Marcus like, Dad, them dudes look fat and old out there. Because they were like yeah. right down the court. Like, Pierre, weren't you just in the league like not even a year ago? He just retired like what? Oh May, May or something like that. <laughs> but less than a year ago, he was in but the But what league. do we always say? Who is undefeated? Father time. No one has ever beat Father time. And no one will ever beat Father time. You never gonna see Shaq in that game. Like, <laughs> you saw his last game. What happened? With Boston, yeah, he right. He like he tore, his career running. He up like tears something. Tore his hamstring yeah. or something. Just running up the court. <laughs> Nobody touched him. Just running up the court. <laughs> well, Steve Nash injured himself on vacation. Like he like tripped over his suitcase or something. Boozer did that shit too. Yeah. When the Bulls first signed Boozer back in 2010, it's like he missed like like up until about January. He like tripped you, over his suitcase. <laughs> You know what he felt? He was like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> After he signed like an $80 million contract. But how do you imagine yourself now? tripping over like <laughs> Like you don't see the suitcase. But. So that's when I knew that team was a snake bit from day one. I was like, they just signed his nigga. First of all, they can't. didn't get Brian. They got Boozer. They and got he got hurt. And then he got hurt. They signed him. He got hurt immediately. It's like, this ain't yeah, going to work out. This, like, this is not good karma. Known from day one. This it is wasn't not good karma. This is, this is bad karma like, right guy here. They, they, we didn't get Brian. We didn't get Wade. We didn't get Bobby. We got Boozer. We got Boozer. <laughs> one guy he did get gets hurt immediately. Before the season, and not even during practice, and we were riding. We over and we gonna ride the booze cruise, yeah. and then he got hurt, and we were like, "Well." And it turned to the booze cruise. The booze <laughs> started booing. Then he wore a sharpie on his head, but that's another story. Shit. <laughs> Speaking of that Bulls team, like let's um let's morph into like a little bit about that. Is like it's um is is Derrick Rose's career over? Yes or no? <sighs> We talked about Rose getting waived by the Jazz last week after the trade from the Cavaliers. Yeah. He hasn't been picked. I know it's all-star break, so maybe nobody is going to sign him to Africa. But it's quite possibly that his, his fucking career could. We could have seen him play his last game, which would be so fucking unfortunate for, like, the youngest MVP ever, his career to end for, like, averaging, like, nine points on a crappy Cavs team. Yeah, that'd be like a horrible way for him to go. It's horrible. You got to come back just to try to redeem yourself. I yeah, think. like sign with somebody just to like. I hope he gets him. signed somewhere. Maybe they might sign him. Um, maybe uh, Washington. Cause they Cause say that Wall Washington had interest in him because Wall is hurt. So they yeah, and they needed some help at the point. And um, of course Minnesota because Thibodeau was like, even though they got a lot of. I don't guards think that he's there. coming back to the Bulls because somebody was trying to like, throw that Bulls, rumor out like, there. I they was at the Bulls, and I'm like, um, why? Like why? Unless they're gonna wave Cameron Payne, like why? Like, <laughs> which I kind of want him to keep Cameron Payne because Cameron Payne is part of the gift that keeps on giving. We'll see what's gonna happen. <laughs> Cameron Payne started out as Lamarcus Aldridge, which I believe I, I mentioned on this podcast. Before. Oh yeah, it's like Aldridge was traded for Tyrus Thomas yeah. on sixth draft day, <laughs> and then Thomas was traded in what 2010, like to um. He traded to Charlotte for pigs when they were like in the LeBron. Oh yeah, the pick, yeah, mm-hmm. the Charlotte pick, yeah. Charlotte Pig was um we turned it they eventually turned, turned into Doug, Doug McDermott. They had yeah. two pick. They took their pick and the Charlotte pick, traded both of those, which were Gary Harris and Yusuf Nerds, like two guys that are better than McDermott. Yeah. They traded those two guys for Doug, for McDermott, Doug yeah. McDermott, who was traded to um Oklahoma City as part of um the Cameron Bay trade. Yeah. It's like so <laughs> I want to see like what happens with Payne next. Why are they gonna trade and play? What else? I want to see how long the gag is gonna go on how long for. The bullshit just Hope keeps they going. move him for like a, a late second rounder. So that, and then with some horrible motherfucker that we never heard of. I was want to see how far the gag is gonna go with um not getting Lamarcus Aldridge because it's still going on. We could have had Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, but now we got Cameron Payne. Yeah, we so got Cameron go. Payne. But what do you think is Rose's career? Yes or no? Um, it's not looking good for him. It's mm-hmm. not because. It's like if he, he doesn't decide the rest of this season. Three knee surgeries. Is. Four. He had four. He had one with the Knicks. Remember? He oh, yeah. I, I forgot about <laughs> yeah. the one with the Knicks. Heard, I like, totally he, forgot about that his, one. His Knicks season ended with another knee. Injury. I forgot about the Knicks one. Yeah. yeah, I just wiped that out. <laughs> yeah, when he went to the Knicks, is like his season ended that year with a surgery as well. So he's had four knee surgeries in like what since two thousand five years, mm-hmm. something like that. It was like really yeah, quick. It was like. Um, 17 when he like yeah so yeah like five, like five years. years four knee surgeries in five years <laughs> i mean it's like after a point it does come like you know like i know they say like is he mr glass like i mean you just yeah but Every i mean time it, you seemed like he was getting it together and then like not to mention all the other bullshit his heart just wasn't in he took that leave with the calves mm-hmm. remember? but you have to think about too also it's like if he's been playing 
basketball since he was what like eight or ten or All something he knows like that. Is probably basketball. His whole life. <laughs> he's what twenty eight now, I think. I think so. He's about twenty eight. So I mean, you've been playing at that high level for like twenty years, you know. And some people's bodies just aren't built for that. Like LeBron's a machine. His body, he's yeah. a machine. Like he could he easily never gets hurt, LeBron yeah. can easily play another five years mm-hmm. easily. Pending, pending, nothing serious happens mm-hmm. because Kobe he keeps his current pace. Yeah, he keeps yeah. his current pace because Kobe was looking like that first, and then he had the uh, Achilles, Achilles injury, and, and then that kind of nothing like that happens. LeBron, yeah, nothing like that happens. Play, LeBron, about 40 he could easily play the next five years mm-hmm. and still be in the top five for like averaging points mm-hmm. and assists and all that easily because he could be a, a serious contributor to a championship yes, team. because he's a machine. That's what LeBron like. Westbrook is a machine. Mm-hmm. Before like uh, he got his uh, knee injury, Westbrook had never missed a game from grade school, high school, yeah. college, and then, NBA. And then after the point. injury, didn't miss a beat. Picked yeah, right back right up where he MVP. left off. It's like, it's like he was never gone. Yeah, some people are just machines, like the way mm-hmm. that they're built. But Rose, it caught up to him. Like I guess, like the heavy duty wear and tear on his body caught up with him. And the style of play, like and when style you play, of play, like um, the slashing and all that. That's and why guys like like Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, they had like long longer careers, careers. Like that because it's, as shooters, it's like it's less wear, like, when you like drive into the lane all the time. That's a lot of wear. And, and they all the slashing, body. doing the slashing all that. and driving, yeah. getting hit every time. Like Rose would end up on his ass every time you went down there. And Rose is a small it guy. Up to you. Like he's a yeah. small guy. LeBron's six eight, like two sixty. Mm-hmm. LeBron's not a little man. He's a very big man. And even when Jordan, when um mm-hmm. the bad boys were roughing him up, Jordan hit the gym. He said, "Okay, I'm gonna add another twenty pounds of yep. muscle and shit. Mm-hmm. So, like I can take them hits now." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because like, in his prime, Jordan was what like three percent body fat or something like yeah, that. Two percent. That was because of the bad yeah. Boys. He was like yeah. He was all he muscle. Okay. Yeah, they, they roughed me. Up. They roughed me at the gym and shit. Right, I'm gonna so, hit yeah, the gym. I can take these hits. Put on this shit. twenty pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, and be all muscle, but Rose. I mean, I Rose hope his career. You, I hope his career is not over because it, like it would just be sad. Just Even if he just that. came back and just like just to redeem that, because mm-hmm. like he was pretty mediocre on a pretty mediocre Cavs team before the trades mm-hmm. were made. It's like so. Like uh, I don't want uh, that to be his thought, legacy. Yeah, would have thought like five years or like six years ago, whenever like when the, he won the MVP in two thousand eleven. Yeah, watching that Rose then it's like yeah. they will end here. Said Rose is gonna be out of the league like on a uh, on a mediocre Cavs team in like six years. Mm-hmm. Nobody would have believed that shit. Yeah. Like, so I just like wanted to like end better because of that. Like I don't want yeah. that to be the last image of Rose. Was like um mm-hmm. a mediocre Rose on a mediocre. I felt Cavs sorry team. for him though when he um. When he was like, he was going to reevaluate, like so when, said, he, when he did that, because like, mentally, his, it. He's like, his yeah, guy like, in his head, you know, anymore. so because it can, I mean, you can feel like, okay, no matter what I do, I just can't get ahead. He got um, I just hurt can't early get on when he came to the Cavs. It wasn't right. a serious injury, but he did. Still, he got, he got hurt. hurt. So that yeah. that was around the time when he reevaluated. So you start to doubt yourself. You know, mm-hmm. your confidence is shook now. If that happens to you, if like you're like, no matter how hard I try, I'm trying to do my best. I'm trying, but I just can't. I just can't. It would put you down, and you would fall into a depression, and you mm-hmm. would, you know, be like, do I even? Am I even capable of even playing? Mm-hmm. Should I even be out here? You know, you start questioning your. Um, so he yourself. did take a temporary leave. Eventually, came back, was traded, and um, eventually cut, and that's where he is now. Yeah. But D Rose, hopefully you can find a home somewhere and I think you know. just to like go out the right way, I because mm-hmm. like, that would suck. Like if your last memory is that. It's like, come on. <laughs> nah. If you do retire, I say come back to uh, your city and, you know, do your chance shit here. You know, come and do your chance, chance shit here. You. you know, do the positive things here. Chicago is having some change now. Mm-hmm. We are changing up on some things. And Rose still has the Chicago ties. I think he um I know he's um owns like a Giordano's or something like that. No, he, he was like, a spokesperson he ever did. Uh, yeah, with the Giordano's. Some with Giordano's. Yeah, and then his son is here. Yeah, so. so he still has ties to Chicago. So yeah, we'll see what happens. And um, switching back to I'll mention the dunk contest and the judges. I know you saw Chris Rock was one of the judges. I up saw. There. <laughs> yes. And um, have you watched the new Chris Rock stand up tambourine on Netflix? I haven't watched it yet. <sighs> 
Man, check that out, man. <laughs> I still gotta rewatch the Dave Chappelle because I feel like I fell asleep on the Dave Chappelle one. Yeah, but I still gotta watch that. Chris is—he still got it. He, he still bring the pain, Chris, to me. He, he still got it. He hasn't missed it. Mm-mm. He hasn't missed a beat. Chris is still the goat because when the Chappelle specials came, I was like, "Has Chappelle passed Chris?" <laughs> Chris? I was like, "I'm still Team Chris." Like, Chappelle's <laughs> dope, but. Chris Rock just speaks to me in a different way. Because I, I said, I'll take my crown. <laughs> yeah. His, his, his punches just land differently somehow, like his punchlines. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, Chris is like my guy. It's like, <laughs> I love Chris Rock because yeah. uh, I have the uh, Never Scared on my Spotify. Like, I found that, mm-hmm. I downloaded that, and yeah. I'll just I put that on That was his third time. or fourth. That was his third one. I think it was his, it was his third good one. Yeah, well, like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Crappy one earlier. We, we don't, don't count that. That don't count. <laughs> that don't count. <laughs> his first HBO special that nobody talks about. Yeah. Nobody. Everybody knows Bring, Bring the, the Pain. Bring the Pain was his first one. He had one. I think he might have had two. I know he had it. He, I think he had a half hour and a, an hour long. Like, nobody counts those. Like, no. everybody just counts. Like, Bring, Bring the Pain is the, the first one. So, like, Never Scared would have been his, his fifth, like, technically, but. No. The we third of that. like the, the good ones. <laughs> like you said, like Janet Jackson had like two hours before control. Hours, yeah, control like nobody counts those. Same thing with Chris. It didn't count. Nobody talks about that. It didn't count. <laughs> control was her first album. <laughs> but um, no, they so you said Chris Rocks was yeah. Because um, I won't spoil too much. But like the tambourine, he's talking because like in um tambourine, um, he goes in about everything. Cause, you know, he's he's divorced now. Right, and he got divorced since the last stand-up. So yeah, he goes all into about yeah his um about getting divorced and how much that shit sucks and shit. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like um he didn't talk about this, but allegedly like the rumor was that um when he was doing the movie um top five that like, he smashed Rosario Dawson and that's yeah. what that so like that might be some smoke so like, maybe it's some fire smoke, there. It's fire. It's like so that. It was around that time when that rumor came out that his wife filed for divorce. Like maybe Chris did get up in that shit. I don't know. Huh. Like that was the rumor at the time because like when she was his co-star. Yeah, so she was his co-star slash slight love interest in the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. And it was around that time he he talks about mm-hmm. he gets candid about his divorce and all that. He says like um, in relationship. Well, um, this is like well minors, but uh, okay. He says like in relationships. Um. Yeah, we all like band members of a band, basically. Okay. He says sometimes you're the lead singer, and sometimes you're playing the tambourine, which is where the title tambourine. Is. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's got to know your role. You on that shit, basically. Role. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah so, you do. Yeah, sometimes you, got you get to be lead singer. Sometimes you just banging the tambourine. Yeah, he's got to know like when to bang that tambourine. He's like, I didn't bang it right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're doing the ooh, the oohs and yeah. ahs. Sometimes yeah, you're doing that. Supreme. You're the supreme. You're, you're not. Diana, you're yeah. not Diana. Yeah. You're just out there just. Ooh, got to know the role. You're the miracles. You're doing the oohs and ahs. You're not yeah. Smokey Robinson. Nobody knows none of them niggas' names. Right. <laughs> you know who the Supremes are. Who the fuck got a miracle? We can't name one miracle. <laughs> we know Smokey Robinson. We know Smokey Robinson. We can't name none of them niggas. You <laughs> could walk in there right now and say, I was a miracle. Say, okay. You look like an old nigga that'd be hanging in the park. Right? <laughs> <laughs> not the park. Yeah. You know those old Fatty. men be in the park all day or in White Castle and shit. You know, like some old men be sitting. <laughs> Miracle's probably doing that one of them old niggas. Drinking in White coffee Castle, in White man. Castle. Mm-hmm. Drinking a small Drinking coffee a small all day. Small coffee and talking about Trump all day. All day. <laughs> That's what they do. Social security. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, switching gears, but well, keeping with the Hollywood theme, we want to go there. Uh, have you seen uh, Viola Davis calling out Hollywood? Mm, what she do? Um, she basically stated that for the accolades that she gets, like you know, I always talk about, I love Viola Davis. That's my girl. Love me. We some talked Viola. about this recently. I don't know if it was on the podcast, but um. Had they done X Men, yes, now, we didn't talk about it on the podcast. Viola Davis would have been the perfect. She would have been the perfect storm back then. She has that voice, and like she has just, the uh, voice, and just like her melanin is popping. I can already picture and, her with, yeah. with the the white wig and the and contacts. The contacts. Like I'm, I can see her as Storm. Like yes, yeah, she would have been. And the so way she's cool. built, because like she's like kind of statuesque, so she has like she the has that voice, the voice, like, and she would kill the African typhoon. Is she like would kill the African accent. She would kill that. <laughs> But Viola, she should have been Storm. No shade, Hallie, but it should have been Viola. I'll throw some shade. Hallie's not a Shally. Hallie's not. Hallie's not an actual. Yo, I said Shally. That shit in Hallie, because like 
She was shit as Storm, and she was even shittier as Catwoman. So. But she looked great in the cat suit, though. She looks great in everything, but that movie yeah. was trash. That movie was terrible. <laughs> I was on a date when I saw that. He was like, let's go see the uh, Catwoman. I was like, you just want to see Halle Berry in that damn cat suit. I hope you think you fooling. But um, no, Viola Davis called out Hollywood because for all the accolades that she's been getting, you know, because she won her Oscar last year, and people are basically calling her a Black Meryl Streep now. So people are like calling her that a black Meryl Streep. Okay. And she's like, if I'm a black Meryl Streep, then how come I'm not getting the roles and the pay? I'm not getting her money or her roles. Mm -hmm. So she called it out about like Hollywood with the casting because she's like, you don't see that the cast is, which is why we go back to Black Panther is this is so great that you see all these black actors Black director, mm-hmm. you see all black writer, you see all these, you know, wonderful for this movie, all these wonderful black excellence in this movie. But Viola was saying that, yeah, like the roles aren't there, the pay is not there. So it's like, why, if I'm the Black Mirror Streep air quote, why am I not being any, any backlash on that shit? Um, they really couldn't say anything. Like, I don't think that people really, really had anything to, because what could you say? Or Ingram tell her to shut up and act, did she? None of that. <laughs> you come after Mama Viola. <laughs> you go <ahead. laughs> You know, Mama Viola in the black community, she's like our mama, our auntie mama mm-hmm. now. So it's like, you don't come after her. <laughs> but yeah, she basically called out Hollywood on that. But hopefully, my hope is to see that this movie, like I said, Black Panther was bigger than uh, just a movie role. It was bigger than that. It was. Um, I think it changed some shit, especially if it's like this um, on pace to be the highest grossing movie. Yeah, I think ever. it's a movement that happened with it behind it and just showing the pride of the African pride of us as African Americans. Not black only that, people. but it shows that, hey, we can be stars too. We can be stars too, exactly. Yeah, it yeah. showed that. You can do big budget movies mm-hmm. with blacks. It doesn't have to be black exploitation or like right. chilling circuit. You can do big budget movies with black people. Mm-hmm. Ready to wrap this thing <laughs> yeah. up? Get up out of here. Half of our Wakanda weekend. Wakanda weekend. Not another damn podcast. Appreciate each every one of you supporting it. Um, Like the Facebook page for not yes. another damn podcast. And you can reach me at Osman. Well, which first of all, before we get to first that, first of all, yes, subscribe, share, rate, review. Let's Do those four things: subscribe, so share, can, rate, review. Four things. I'm trying to get word out. Um, you can find us on iTunes, mm-hmm. TuneIn, as well as SoundCloud. Yes, you can follow me at Osman the Wizard on Instagram and Twitter, Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well, and check out the all new OzRadio.net. Yes. it's under construction, but you can still check it out right now. Tell me what you think. And it takes you back to the early 2000s. It takes classes. you back. takes you back. And then you can check me out at MSIMAH626 on Instagram and on Twitter as well. That's my personal. Um, if you look, if you've been following me, I'm 32 weeks now. I took the picture in front of the Black Panther side, Wakanda style, with my all black on, rubbing my belly. Cool. So, you know, counting down to baby. And then for my straight gully, S-T-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on um Twitter and S T R eight G U L E Y seven on Instagram. And then a straight gully page is also on Facebook as well. So like those. Fantastic. And vlogs and vlogs coming really, really soon. My mom's man the wizard. And Naima. Episode thirty nine in the books and yes. we will talk to you later. I'm gone.